0: Hi, my name is Christina Nice, and this is the Christina Nice Podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to discuss loss and grief and some of the complexities that are around grief. This podcast aims to set the tone for the launch of my children's book series. I'm going to discuss some hard hitting topics like loss of a parent to addiction, loss of a sibling, grief from loss of a parent, abandonment, trauma, and I'm also gonna discuss hope and restoration, empathy and overcoming on the journey of grief. Children are the focus of the books and the baseline, but the heartbeat of the Christina Nice podcast is to start the conversation on some hard topics. So let's start that conversation now. So, welcome to episode six of the Christina Nice podcast. I'm going to be talking about the coyote. I have been giving you a breakdown of the characters. It's a character development of um, my animals in the forest. And in my Lost series, the coyote is the role almost like a therapist. The coyote often symbolizes a trickster, a joke. But however, this symbolism with the coyote has a deep magic of life and creation. It is considered an adaptable animal. The animal has a paradoxal nature. So there can be, um, it's a complex creature and they're playful And they also, one of the symbols of a coyote is to reveal the truth behind illusion and chaos. And so in my storyline, when I came to the coyote, I wanted the coyote to be in every book in the series of losing a parent or sibling. And the coyote is able to reveal the truth behind the chaos the chaos and the trauma from the loss of a primary a parent or a sibling and we're also going to go into other losses like loss of a pet those are coming but in the original launch there's three books and then a spin-off about a rescue cat and the coyote and the rescue cat are connected the rescue cat looks like the coyote And that is a play on the role of the coyote in the forest. And so the coyote is able to communicate and also create bonds that are necessary for survival. They are more balanced. Coyotes can live in the plains, in the desert, in the mountains, in the forests. They're very adaptable. And what I always find interesting about the coyote is that as human beings, we've tried to eliminate them. And people hunt them and kill them. And it is a very vicious and foolish thing that we have done as humans to coyotes, in my opinion now i understand protecting farm life i grew up on a small farm i understand that there are problems with coyotes attacking and i'm not minimizing that in any way but we have looked at coyotes as a threat and as a trickster and we've been afraid of them human beings are afraid of coyotes and It isn't always necessary. I do agree that they can be dangerous, particularly if you see them in the daytime. Um, That is something to be careful about, but they are playful and they are afraid of humans in most cases if they're not sick or hurting. So, The adaptability of the coyote is something that is important and also in my storyline, the coyote is the one that speaks very clearly to the child about death and moves past any soft language and is really blunt. And the coyote isn't afraid to look at the grief and look at the trauma and pick it up and touch it and work with it almost like a small child manipulating play-doh or clay the coyote can come in and touch this topic of loss and this topic of grief and so for me i have always loved coyotes i have always thought that they were incredible um where i grew up we would see um it looked like red wolves and coyotes so a koi wolf i would see a lot of those coyotes are a little smaller than wolves and so when i when i was growing up my mom used to talk to me if a coyote approached me or if what i thought was a coyote She would say, they're a close relative to the wolf. They're a little smaller, but sometimes they would mate. And she would talk to me about if a coyote showed themselves to me. And it was during their hunting times. Usually they will form a semi-circle and the wolves do this and she would talk about just being aware that if one steps forward there are others nearby observing and um, so I did have a healthy fear of coyotes but I also really admired them because they are a very unique and beautiful animal. They have thick fur. They can live anywhere. They're cunning. They can run up to 40 miles an hour. Um, But usually it's they hunt and travel in groups of two or three. And so I like the coyote as the therapist. It's basically the overseer or the good counselor in my story. And there's a lot of traditions with the Native Americans seeing the coyote as a very clever animal. And you need a really smart, empathetic, kind creature that can have a keen vision and a strong sense of sight and hearing to help with a child that has just lost a sibling or a parent and so that idea of the vision and the strong sense of sight coyotes also have a really good sense of smell but those centuries of really seeing the coyote really sees past Some of the trauma and the pain, and isn't isn't scared to pick it up and really deal with it, and they they're able to decompartmentalize. And so, this playful and fun-loving coyote becomes such a good friend to the child in the story, but also can be very serious and talk about really hard topics, and very cunning to protect the well-being of the child. And so I am so excited to see how the child responds throughout the story to the coyote. Each one responds a little bit different because some are long-term illnesses where there's a death, others are more sudden, and coyotes do howl at the moon at night. They have distinctive calls that they give out. And so when they communicate, it can it can be almost like a little chorus if you've ever heard coyotes howling at the moon. And the role of the coyotes, they're basically the therapeutic team of the forest. And when I was, In my late 20s, I packed up my Volkswagen Beetle. I was outside, it was a warm night, packing up my Beetle, and a coyote approached me at my parents' house in North Reading. We lived in Linfield and North Reading, and when this coyote approached me, the coyote made direct eye contact with me and just looked me right in the eyes. And I remember hearing my mom talk to me about that semicircle I remember taking a step back and just being in awe of this creature and that night I actually looked up and read about coyote sightings and what if you see a coyote and a lot of it talked about contacting the appropriate authorities but what I was looking for was a meaning behind it and a lot of the time a coyote seeing a coyote like that is symbolic of a new beginning of a new start of a new way of life, of adapting. And so that was in my mind when I started to put this force together and my heart started to draw towards who was going to be the therapist who was going to be the good counselor who is going to be the overseer of the the emotional and energetic well-being of the child who is going to be the one that had the inner foresight and that wasn't afraid to touch the hard things and who is adaptable and that was the coyote they are symbolic seeing one is symbolic of a new beginning of change and They know how to adapt and we've tried to eliminate them and they've still survived. And so that's a little bit about the coyote and how the coyote is basically the good counselor, the therapist for the child. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast on Coyotes and checking out this episode. I'm so glad that you are here. I would love your support by subscribing to my podcast or following me on Instagram at Christina Nice underscore. I can't wait to be with you next week. Take very good care of yourselves.